I am Daniel Lucas, and welcome to Book 101. Book 101 is all about the books that I read for the last 40 years, and today I have my special guest. She's the author of several books, no other than Miss Dijonay. Thank you very much. Hi, Daniel. Hello, Miss Dijonay, and welcome back. Thank you. And Thank you for having me again. And can you please introduce yourself again? Yes, absolutely. So I am an author of both young adult stories as well as children's books. And I love to create stories that are very entertaining and exciting. Um, while also providing stories that are also very uh, encouraging and inspiring so that readers have a really great experience all around. Indeed. So last week, we talked about The Blizzard's Secret, soon to be available this coming September, right? Yeah, indeed. September 19th. Let's do the recap of The Blizzard's Secret. Yeah, sure, absolutely. So, The Blizzard Secrets is a young adult novella. Uh, it's actually a dystopian novella. It's extremely exciting, a whole lot going on, very suspenseful. It's about a young girl by the name of Daya who is facing a very uh, different turn in her life, a very significant stage that's very new to her. And while she's experiencing quite a bit of self-doubt, questioning if she's ready for the new stage in her life, she ends up finding herself facing a whole that's very unexpected, where she has to, uh, where she ends up finding herself stuck in a web of uh, lies and deceit, and she has to decide for herself what is truth from what's a lie. Um, and she is going through the internal, the internal turmoil of maturing into uh, finding her place in the world around her that is all of a sudden just very chaotic. Interesting indeed, Ms. Dijonais. What the title of the book that we're going to talk about today? Yes, yeah, so that is the More Than Conqueror series. It's the debut book called On the Run. So this will be a series? It will be, yes. Uh, so there are three. It's actually a long time coming. I had started writing it in 2012, so quite a while ago. Um, but I am looking forward to um, relaunching this first one and then moving forward with the other two books that I have in store for everyone. So why you are republishing it? Actually, um, one, probably actually the biggest reason is because I personally do not feel that the cover fully represents the story of Blizzard Secrets. You know, there's quite a bit of mystery and suspense in there. Um, and there's a lot of development and change that takes place in the book. Um, and a whole lot of mystical elements in there, too. And I just don't really feel like the current cover really speaks to that as much as I personally would like it to, uh, to convey the message to readers, as well as just um, what I feel best represents 
all that there is in the story. So that's perhaps the biggest reason. Um, also, just because I really want to create, um, I want everything to be as clear and as um, potent as possible. And I feel like there are some ways that I can make adjustments in order to really bring, bring things home for readers reading the book. Um, so I want to make some adjustments, uh, just a few little tweaks here and there in order to make both the, um, the characters and all that's going on more clear and potent for readers, but also to basically do the characters justice because everything is just so, um, so intense and so grand and the journey is so uh, involved. I do want to make sure that, um, that everything is uh, as clear as possible and to do all of the characters as much justice as possible. More than Conquerors on the Run, how did you craft it? Uh, so it uh, all started when I was um, actually uh, with a family member for a doctor's appointment and I was just sitting there in the waiting room and I had recently had a few dreams that were very vivid. That's uh, kind of an interesting fact about me on occasion. Sometimes I do have some very interesting dreams. Um, and these particular dreams were just so, to me, very fun because it had quite a bit of like some magic in there and some mystical elements and it was very adventurous, uh, which honestly is the kind of stuff that I really find really fun and enjoyable and interesting when it comes down to stories, whether they're books or whether they're movies. Um, so long story short, I was sitting there in the waiting room and I really, uh, you know, those dreams were on my mind. It was a total of two or three. And I just, I, I felt an unction to write. So I ended up um, having those dreams kind of at the back of my mind. And I started putting together just this story as it started coming to me and it ended up developing into On the Run and then into the other uh, two books that are later in the trilogy. And that's how More Than Conquerors ended up being born. Wow, sounds <laughs> interesting, Ms. Dijanay. So More Than Conquerors, what behind the title of your series book one? Yeah, so More Than Conquerors speaks to what ends up being uh, unfolded in the story where, so the story is about Sophie and her two friends. They are from a division called Conquest. And the story actually opens up where everything is stripped away from them. You know, every person that they've ever loved, everything that they knew, their community, their parents, their families, their friends, everything is utterly destroyed. Uh, so it really kind of just jumps right into all of the action. And um, while they're from Conquest, they were known as Conquerors. You know, that's, um, the, the pattern is basically the division that you're from, you're, uh, you're known for where you come from. So they were known as Conquerors. Uh, but now, like I mentioned, they've lost everything and they find themselves in a lot of turmoil and having to 
discover who they are now and also discover how they're going to live because they have no home anymore. Um, and on top of which, they it, this all happens at the very beginning of the book, so I'm not really giving away too much, but they find themselves where they've been captured by the very individuals who um, who destroyed their home. And long story short, they end up finding a way to escape. And again, this is all at the very beginning of the book. But they, they have nowhere to go and they have to find a way to survive while they're living on the run from uh, from the very people who captured them and destroyed their home. Throughout the story, they are on this, they find themselves on this journey where they have to evolve a little bit and they become more than they ever have been in the past. So that's where the more than conquerors, or that's a huge aspect of uh, where the more than conquerors and we're on the run end up coming into play in direct uh, relation to the story. Very well said, Ms. Dejane. And before we go, and I want to shout out to the people listening in Algeria. I always on the Apple chart. Thank you, Algeria, for supporting this podcast in Algiers. I get 48% audience share. In Tomachen at 16%, Constantine at 14%, Uregla at 9%, Satif at 4%, TZ Ozu at 4%. Om El Bughai at 2%, Buwira at 2%, and last but not the least, Anaba at 2%. Thank you, Algeria, for supporting this podcast because this podcast is created to empower writers all over the world, like Ms. Dejanay. So, Ms. Dejanay, more than conquerors, what is the best highlight? Well, it's difficult to pick just one per se, but I will say that uh, one of the best highlights um, would have to be the journey that Sophie and her friends are on. Uh, Her friends are Jules and Josh. They're all uh, going from utter turmoil, like what I was talking about, where basically all of their hopes and everything of their lives is absolutely crushed and everything destroyed and they have absolutely nothing but each other um they go from being in that place of that low place where there's it just feels like there's absolutely nothing for them to being on this path where there's a glimpse of some possible hope along the story um where they come across some people that may um give them a potential home basically and a potential option for bouncing back from everything that was taken from them. Um, and there are a number of choices that uh, that they have to make and they have to decide for themselves if this is a good fit, if this is really what it seems to be, if it's actually an option for them, if it's all of the um, the newness and the, uh, the hope that it seems to be. But it's really interesting seeing the transition that they go through. Um, because from the utter despair that they were in, you see, for example, um, a glimpse of that hope and that shift in them uh, when they have a moment uh, where you see they actually start to, uh, something happens where it's a little bit funny 
and they actually laugh a little bit for the first time in a really, really long time. And they recognize it in themselves. They recognize um, the opportunity to actually be able to let their shoulders down a little bit, you know, and maybe this is actually, you know, some a really great opportunity of hope where they can readjust from being on the run, you know, just different things like that, uh, where you see that um, that change for them, and it, it really makes you want to root for them, um, and to have that hope alongside with them. Uh, so that's one uh, aspect that I feel is a, a major uh, highlight in the story um, between that hope and just the journey of them mending a little bit from the terrors that they've had. And you even see some aspects of the terror phase that they're in and the despair when they have some flashbacks towards the beginning of the book and things like that too. So it really draws you into experience that journey with them um, as they go through that that change and that possibility of hope in the story. Um, another aspect that I feel is a major highlight are the relationships, just because they're they're pretty unexpected. I feel in the face of all that's going on for them in the story, um, it can, uh, there's a whole lot of suspense and um, a whole lot of intense moments in the story, but yet there are also some really ships that you come across that um, in contrast are uh, they bring a lot of lightheartedness in the midst of it all which I feel like is a really great contrast um, and a lot of fun uh, some fun moments in the midst of it all so I feel like that's also a highlight uh, and lastly I'll say some of the fight scenes just because I personally love fight scenes quite a bit I love um, those uh, strong and intense moments in the story. Again, whether books or even movies, I just, I love those kinds of uh, action-packed moments. Uh, and there are quite a bit of action-packed moments actually throughout the book. So I would say that those are the major highlights. What are your preparation in writing More Than Conquerors? The preparation would have to be, um, so, it's actually something that I do for several of my, um, several of the books that I write is I find that I write best when I'm in an optimal sort of environment where everything is as tranquil as possible. My mind is as clear as possible. So every time that I would go to write this story, it's always been where I have no distractions around really and where uh, usually I'll turn out the lights actually at nighttime so that there's not even really, uh, so there's minimal distractions even in terms of like looking at things and it's just me and it's a story. Um, it's really like more, uh, more like me and the characters honestly uh, because I jump into the story so deeply so that it's literally like I'm looking face to face at the characters. Um, which ends up being a whole lot of fun for me and also just brings me that more uh, close and in-depth with the characters and everything that's going on. Um, so that's a form of preparation, I would say, that I have done for the story and that I do uh, frequently when I'm writing. Um, and 
also just uh, considering um, what I wanted to entitle the story, different uh, naming options. You know, uh, looking at some different kind of titles that were out there and uh, considering how I wanted to go about representing what takes place in the story, um, in the title. Uh, that was something else that I've done. Um, and yeah, I would say that those are the, the biggest things that I've done in terms of how to prepare necessarily. Everything else is pretty much just diving into it. As Very well said, Ms. Dejanay. And which chapter of More Than Conquerors you enjoyed the most? Ooh, most. That's a really great question. Okay, so I would have to say perhaps my favorite chapter would be towards the very end, actually, um, because, again, I love the intense moments, and there, there are a few different intense moments in the book, honestly, but um, the biggest intense moment would have to be towards the very end where there is yet again a very major cliffhanger just because I, I love cliffhangers um, and just being constantly being brought to the edge of my seat. Um, it's also the most intense in terms of the action-packed scenes um, in terms of combat and just the fighting and everything. Uh, and these characters do have uh, special abilities. They do have essentially powers um, but they're called abilities in the story. Uh, so that just kind of adds to the uh, the action that's involved in those fight scenes. Um, so at, towards the end of the book, in fact, the second to last chapter, um, or at least as of now, it's the second to last chapter, there is uh, a scene where a um, essentially a stakeout, and there's quite a bit of fighting that takes place, quite a, a bit of use of characters' abilities in defending themselves and in coming up against this force, up against this um, this very dangerous force. And the story ends off with a very um, unexpected turn of events that ends up uh, potentially characters um, from being able to go on and being able to continue. Uh, so that's something that is a real um, emotional moment, I would say, a real intense moment, a very concerning and kind of scary moment, actually. So I would have to say that that's uh, perhaps my favorite chapter. What are your struggles in writing more than conquerors? Uh, my struggle is for the whole entire series overall, I would have to say was bringing it to a close. Um, just because even when I was at the point of bringing the whole entire series so close, it still felt like there could be more to it. Um, so <laughs> I had a very interesting uh, experience with that because after writing everything, you know, it felt like it was whole, it felt like it was complete. Um, but yet at the same time, it felt like it could continue going forward. So it, it was a little um, bit of an interesting experience. It was kind of a funny experience bringing it uh, to an end there. 
Well, good luck for your struggles, Miss Dejanay. <laughs> I hope the next book uh, you have, you know, different struggles to, to combat with. But before we go on, I'm inviting you to to listen to my other podcast, Food 101 on our third season with Chef Alessandro, one of the best executive chef in one of the best restaurants in downtown Toronto. And please do listen to our latest episode. We talk about focaccia. Focaccia people, one of the traditional or trademark of Italian cuisine. Plus one more, my book 101 review have already books. Not only one, but two. Book 101 review, volume one, highly recommended these are my 100 books to recommend. And the volume volume two selected, the continuation of volume one. 100 episode of my first season of Book 101. So please do grab a copy available on Amazon and leading online bookstores worldwide. So Miss Diljani, let's talk about the main character or the characters of more than conquerors yeah sure so uh there's sophie is the main character really it's well it's spoken from her perspective from her pov and she uh so she also has you know her two friends i was talking about she has jules and josh and they all come from the same division they grew up together they've always been around one another um and they've you know gone through schooling together and training together on the nine yards. Um, when they do end up uh, facing where everything in their lives has been taken away from them, they're, they find that they're the only three who have escaped. They escape together um, and then they end up getting captured together and then they end up getting tortured together and they end up escaping together and being living life on the run together and you know going through their journey um, from being in utter despair, like what I was talking about, to the potential hope, all of that is with the three of them together. So they're thickest, they're thin bees. You know, they're they're the three amigos. They're just they're the three musketeers. They're it's they're a package deal. You know, where one goes, they all go. And you see that even throughout the story, where if one goes someplace, the others will follow. They're just they're that closely knit. Um, so it's really beautiful the kind of bond that they do have. It's very much an unshakable one. Uh, and so going through each of them, so Sophie is um, basically kind of like in the middle between the two of them uh, because I feel like she's perhaps the most relatable. You know, she's uh, she's very observant of her surroundings. You know, she's strong, but she of course has her human moments where she feels a little bit weaker. Um, but overall, I would say she's a very uh, strong individual. She uh, looks out for those that she cares about who are, you know, important to her. And um, like I mentioned, in terms of her being analytical, she is very observant of the people around her and how they behave. And she does uh, adjust how she behaves with them based on what she does observe. Um, I say that she's kind of in the middle uh, because then as far as her two friends, uh, they're a little bit different. So they all have strong values that they believe in, such as what I was talking about in terms of valuing those that you care about and prioritizing them over yourself and things like that. 
Um, but starting off with Jules, you know, for instance, she's a little different in that she's a little harder than Sophie, I would say. Um, she has a bit of a rough exterior where she seems like she has quite a bit of a shell, but underneath that, you know, she has her soft sides. Um, it's interesting seeing um, when she does let that show a little bit. Um, and she has different kinds of mannerisms where you have to really understand her in order to know all of exactly what they mean. So seeing the story, seeing Jules through Sophie's eyes, you get to see what those different things mean and things like that. Um, so it's interesting getting a bit of a peek behind the shell that's very visible on the exterior. Um, and she's also pretty headstrong. So that's kind of the story of Jules. And then when it comes down to Josh, he's a little bit different in that he is more discerning than the two girls are. Um, and a little bit more pers uh, a little bit more perceptive than they are as well. He's also older, so he's had a little bit more experience, a little bit more training, things like that than they have. Um, but he's kind of like the go-to or the person that they look like kind of look up to a little bit um, for the ultimate decisions as far as what they do and what's best for them to go with and uh, just their next step, their overall next steps and whatnot. And even for his um, how knowledgeable he is, uh, the things that he knows. Uh, when they're on their journey, as far as what things are, um, like they, they come across different kinds of creatures and things like that, um, different divisions, and several times they kind of look to him for his outlook on it, uh, what he knows on those different things, since he is a little bit more experienced than they are. Are republishing the more than conquerors? Did you delete or did you add chapters of this book, of this novel? Um, so as of now, no, I have not added or deleted any full chapters as of yet. Um, as of now, it's really just um, making some minor changes and tweaks so far. Uh, but there could be some um, more extensive changes, but just not as of yet. And definitely some substantial changes as far as the cover. What do you think, if you want to revise the book itself, which part of the book you want to revise? Uh, more than anything, it's really just a matter of uh, some restructuring of some phrases, just in, like I was talking about earlier in terms of making it more potent. Uh, driving home the action-packed moments, um, making sure that the story does the characters justice and all that's going on in the story and the plot, making sure to do all of those things justice, and also the... Uh, the meaningful messages behind the story, like I mentioned earlier, you know, the, the works that I create all have very um, inspirational and encouraging concepts and themes behind them. So I also want to make sure that I do those things justice because they're all there uh, throughout the story. Like, for example, one aspect, um, one very meaningful theme in there is just because you can do something or just because you have the ability to doesn't necessarily mean that you should. You, know, you don't want to abuse your power, whether you know, in the case of the story, you know, some sort of um, powerful ability or whether it's a role that you operate in, you know, you 
may be able to do certain things, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you should. You know, different circumstances call for different things. Um, so you never want to abuse your abilities. Um, so that's one example of the different kinds of very meaningful um, principles that are discovered throughout the story. And I do want to be sure to drive those home very clearly um, for the reading experience. Yes, interesting revision, Ms. Dejanay. And thank you, Player FM, for giving me my top percent popular show globally with the listen score of 24 so please do support this podcast because as i said this podcast is created to empower writers all over the world to create more books like miss dejanay dejanay the book the more than conquerors is is it i stand alone novel or is a prerequisite that you can uh, read this first and then to the second book uh, so <laughs> for reading the second and third books that will come out in the future, uh, I would say you would definitely need to read the first one <laughs> um, just because it is very much a continuous story. And um, I mean, technically speaking, you could start from the second book. The first book will additional context as far as what happened to the three friends, you know, to Sophie and Jules and Josh came from the uh, Conquest Division and why they are, um, why they're, where they are located in the second book. It'll just provide additional context as to what their goals are, why they're pursuing them, and why they have the relationships that they have. So I would have to say that the first book is necessary just to understand that context of where they come from and what happened behind um, behind the story. Well, Miss Dejani, we're looking forward for the more books to come. Okay, yes, you are most welcome to come back, and thank you so much for the two weeks that you contributed on my podcast. And can you please invite our listeners to buy all your books? Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, so for everyone who's listening, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, my handle is Dijanae Creations. That's D for David, J, A, N for Nancy, E for Echo, E for Echo, Creations. And you can also go on to my website, DijanaeCreations.com. Uh, and if you do go on to that website, there is another giveaway. If you go onto that website, you can click on the very clear um, sign there that says Book 101 Review Podcast Listener. You click on there. It has instructions for how you can enter the giveaway that's there um, and also details on when the winner would be announced. So you can go on there if you would like to enter in for a giveaway for one of my books. Um, and you can also find uh, details about a special edition newsletter on there that you can sign up for. And it has a number of different kinds of special gifts and bonus features, behind the scenes, sneak peeks, and all different kinds of things on there um, that you can get uh, special exclusive access to. 
So you can find all of that also on my website. Yes, indeed, people. Let's support Ms. Dejanay. And I will include the link of her website. So let's support her so that more, more, more books to come. So Ms. Dejanay, thank you for your time. Absolutely. Thank you so much again for having me on here. I had a great time talking with you, Daniel. Lovely talking to you. Morigan people, see you soon.